0: 90.5 WKHS Warden. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist, and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. This is a special episode. This is our 25th show. I cannot believe it. When I approached Chris about doing a a show, I didn't know how many we would do, how long it would last, but here we are, our 25th show. And Chris, I want to do something special today. What's that? I want to share 25 things that I have learned while working with high school students on their college and career pathway.
1: One per episode.
0: One per episode. <laughs> <laughs> One. There are many more things I have learned, <laughs> but these kind of stuck out. And just for context, I so my position. There are four others like me throughout the state. We work in uh, Wicomico County, Allegheny, Dorchester, Caroline, and Kent. So I reached out to some of my counterparts to ask them what they have learned while working with students related to their college and career pathways. So I have mm-hmm. some of their stuff too, and I would love for you to chime in as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of things that you could be like, yes, so I feel that too. So <laughs> just for background, so I so I work with these students. I've been working with this particular group of students since January 2018, so a little over three years. Mm-hmm. And they were 7th, 8th, and ninth graders when I started working with them. And now they're 10th, 11th, and 12th grades. So our first graduating class. It's super exciting. And previously, I had worked at Washington College in the Office of Admission and Financial Aid. So mm-hmm. I got to see what we call the other side of the desk, where I'm still working with that same population, but in a very different way. So working with them to try to get them interested in college, thinking about their future, financial aid all of those different things so being on this side has been very eye-opening yeah <laughs> very eye-opening so the first thing is the frequency of communication you have to communicate so much so much with these students like at the college level we might we, we've communicated a lot but you just you have to constantly be on students about everything is that true
1: it is so true and and the reason why is it takes about five or six times just to get them to kind of tune into what you're saying you know it's like okay you say it the first time you know nobody's going to hear it you say it again and pretty soon they start catching on but it repetition is necessity i mean it's just the way it is
0: it's a necessity (laughs) the other thing i learned and i was sort of prepared for this but on the college side it's a little different I made myself, maybe this was too much, but I made myself available during major deadlines for applications and scholarships like 11.59 p.m. available <laughs> <laughs> because I just had a thought. I was like, you know what? This is due at midnight. I'm probably going to get, and I did. I got emails and texts and phone calls at 11.30 at night, and I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm here for this, but just you have to like prepare yourself for that if that's just because deadlines are real and- I, I think sometimes they miss that in in classes they, they kind of like get a little extension for some things but for a scholarship or for college they're real like they don't they don't let you slip on that
1: well obviously you model the commitment you know ethic and uh and hopefully they're they're picking up on that and maybe as time goes on there'll be fewer and fewer of those 12th hour uh things but you know it's just procrastination it's just it's all around us
0: yeah so. Like we joke in our our office that we are are building the plane as we're flying it and I just want to sit in the plane for a second. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm ready to sit in the plane, but this is our first graduating class. So, you know, yeah. we didn't really know the full extent of what to expect. So, right. I just was like I'm just going to make myself available and I'm glad I did cuz we had more students apply for certain scholarships than we ever have. So,
1: And you know. and that's phenomenal considering the year that we've had.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And even, even in this year, it just bugs me that deadlines were not <laughs> moved, but it's fine. It's fine. It's a good lesson for no, them.
1: No ranting on the show. I know. Okay. <laughs> r- rant over.
0: <laughs> Another thing I learned, if you need something from a student, tag them on Instagram. I cannot tell you how many responses I get. I will email. Yeah. I can call. I can even text them. But when you tag them on Instagram, you get an immediate response.
1: When in Rome. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Yeah.
0: Be where they are. Be where they are. (laughs) The other, I learned first impressions can be wrong. It's good to develop your own impression of a student. So even if you've talked with teachers or anybody else who's worked with a particular student, just make your own impression of them.
1: Every student-teacher relationship is based on their interpersonal relationship and people are going to connect differently. And that's why I learned probably about my second year in, none of that means anything if a teacher says oh you know be careful that you know that kid's a little bit you know uh, can get out of control a little bit or you know uh, doesn't ever want to do anything or whatever under motivated or whatever and then they come in and go this is not who (laughs) was described so you know and and it really it just and in some cases it it works the other way too unfortunately Mm -hmm. you kind of you know somebody comes highly recommended and for whatever reason they're kind of underperforming because they're not into it or something like that so it just goes to show i mean you you can't really base it on it's one of those things where you know product testimonials are great but people testimonials are hardly ever accurate yes yeah
0: and students that goes for teachers too no matter what you've heard about a teacher exactly you could absolutely love them so (laughs) exactly or whatever you know for the
1: same exact reason yes yes Yeah. yeah
0: Um, college is not the answer for everyone and I knew that before but because of the nature of our program we really try to promote education in general Mm more kind of our thing is the more you learn the more potential you have to earn but that doesn't have to be a college degree it could be a a certificate an apprenticeship it doesn't have to be college and it was real but now it's really real like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm noticing it and I'm seeing students thrive and flourish and college is just not the right thing for them right Nearly 100% of the students that I have worked with have changed their mind, either with where they want to go to school, if they want to go to school. And I've even had students, seniors, change their mind in the last six weeks. Like, wait a minute, I want to go to college. (laughs) So it's important, and I want to use that to kind of inform 10th and 11th graders even if you don't think you want to do something right now let's prepare you for it just in case just in case
1: and you know you're only when you're making a decision you're only as good as the information that you have and obviously you're providing you know a lot of information along the way and of course that's going to influence their decision so I mean that's all part of the process
0: absolutely this one these next two are like my favorite and I learned this very early on students will do any college or career task for a snack. Yeah. Yeah. Very snack motivated. Yes. (laughs) And related to that, lollipops are king. I don't know what it is about. I would get, I got to the point where I would go to Sam's Club or Costco and get those giant bags of lollipops and they would go through them and they would come just, you know, and I think I kind of got in a little trouble with a couple of teachers. They would come try to get a lollipop. Like I gotta go see Mrs. Anderson to talk about my future. And then they would just be there for a lollipop. (laughs) Like, I know where I stand on this. But
1: you had them for a couple of moments anyway. While
0: they were there, I'm like, hey, do this survey.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) Little things. Okay, these next two are from my uh, Mrs. Bell, my counterpart in uh, Dorchester County. She says, students believe that they need to have the rest of their life figured out by graduation, which is not true, but they really, really believe that.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, sometimes they figure it out pretty early and and then they kind of you know chart a destination and they stay the course and all that but many times people think you know that uh, students are kind of in a in a in a mindset by the time they're looking at college of well i think i want to be this when i grow up kind of a thing and they're going to college just to discover there are so many other options out there that they had no exposure to before they went to college yes. or trade school or whatever it was. Usually, a trade school is more career oriented mm-hmm. than than college, obviously, um, because you know you're 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 focusing on a certain certification or a certain trade or whatever. But uh, but with college, select like the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. And even um, students who get a part time job during school will sometimes discover skill sets or or things that you know they never knew that they were really good at until you know they're working on this part-time job so that'll change their whole focus too Mm -hmm. so i mean it's it's all about exposure and having the information you know to be able to make those decisions on you know what what do i see myself doing in five years or ten years or whatever Mm -hmm. And of course, now I think it's what every five is the uh, is the career change yes. uh, timetable. So every five years, you know, the more skill sets you have, the better equipped you are to be a dynamic, you know, uh, uh, potential employee.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Another one from Mrs. Bell in Dorchester. A little respect for students goes a long way in building mm-hmm. trust.
1: Absolutely, all goes back to the rapport, the thing that we were just talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. This one is from, she is our state program director. Um, Her name is, is Carrie Pannoni. She says, sharing your own personal challenges and struggles really helps students. So the idea that if you give authenticity, you'll get authenticity. Right. And I found that to be very true. They'll you know, I, I I don't really try to insert. You know, if they're coming to me with a an issue or a question, I don't try to insert. Well, when I was your age, da da because that's that's annoying. But <laughs> I do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oops.
1: <laughs> but but I always I always do it in a joking way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well,
0: if it if it if it, it, it's important to the context, or you know, I I will go back to have, truthfully having that experience working in admissions and financial aid has been so helpful because yeah. I will. I can read these documents that the schools are sending them, and and try, kind of translate them. You know these financial aid words and and speak, and that really helps the students. And I'll I'll say, you yeah. know, when I was a student, I had nobody helping me, so right. I'm like, I really want to help you because I was like signing things and I didn't know what I was signing, and all of a sudden I had all these loans. So, right. you know, I. For those reasons, I think it is important. You know, they might roll their eyes for a second, but I think eventually they'll get it.
1: (laughs) Right. And (laughs) and by sharing your own experiences too, it kind of humanizes your you as you're not just the teacher or, you know, the administrator or whatever your role is in, in their world. It's it's all of a sudden I can relate with you at some some level because of a you know, a common experience or a common feeling about something. Yes. Yeah.
0: And kind of related to that, and we're really big on this at MBRT. Connections are everything. Yep. Everything. I yep. mean, even the connections I've made with some of our, our guest speakers on this show, I've been able to connect them with students. Like, I, you know, we're talking about something, and I'm like, oh, hey, Chop Tank has this scholarship. Right. You need to apply for this. I wouldn't have known that before, but yep. now I'm able to make that connection for those students, and I it really it, it matters. It's so important. It's so important. Right. And I hope they realize that, too.
1: And we had uh, uh, Dan Lazard on from, from Dixon. Yes. Um, and I know that uh, uh, he has a very strong educational background as well so I I think there were some um internship opportunities yes. and things that were, were coming out of that. So. Even
0: even jobs. He just You're messaged right. with a job and mm-hmm. looking for, for students to you know, and they want Kent County high school students. They yeah. you know, they they want to support the local They want to groom students. from
1: within, basically within the community, which Absolutely. is which is awesome because they're a global company based right here in, in Kent County.
0: Yes. So those connections are so so important. Uh, this one's for me. Teachers are superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that before. And it's so funny. I know we we talk about when we bring a guest on the show, we talk about, you know, what did you want to be? And mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to be a history teacher. I thought that was my future, but kind of got into that and decided it wasn't for me. But I have seen teachers in a different light. So I'm very happy. And I this has been greeted whole you know with big open arms. I will come and teach a lesson for a teacher, like for the day. I say, "Hey, I'll take your class for the day, and I will teach a lesson on college." I'm going to take you up on that. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously, I will. (laughs) I love it, and I and I I've never seen such big because it's you don't get a break, and especially this year. I mean, you've been working. You always, you guys always did work around the clock, but now it's so evident, and me being pretty tech savvy like even working with the platforms that you have to it's not easy right right. (laughs) and you have to be innovative and creative and you have people in front of you in front of a screen maybe they're in front of the screen so I just I'm just so like grateful for teachers I I'm sad that I feel like I'm trying to think if I'm working with any seniors who want to become teachers I think maybe one but I Mm. want you know I really want to Push it more. It does require a lot, but it's the the moments that are great are so great.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's interesting because uh, we do have the teacher academy uh, CTE program. Um, I know it's uh, probably not as well attended as uh, or, or populated as we'd like to see it, um, because I, I don't think students figure out that they want to be a teacher sometimes until a little bit later in That's life. True. Yeah. So for 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 a student to make that commitment now at their age. That's huge, yeah, you know that and and if especially if they follow through and um you know, don't get sidetracked with something else that says, well, you know, I don't really want to do teaching now. I want st- to sort of stay in this field like the math field or the science field, or for instance, and and but I want to be a scientist, not necessarily a teacher yet, you know, or whatever. But the ones who actually start at this level, you know as a, as a uh, sophomore really, and decide I want to teach elementary ed or you know whatever it is. And follow through. That that's awesome, and that's that's really what we need right now. As uh, young teachers coming up, yes. you know that will will kind of take over because the students are different students than they were five and ten and certainly twenty years ago. So you know the the connection that we're talking about earlier, it's going to take younger teachers to be able to make those connections yes. with the younger students. Yeah.
0: So. so I'm and and it's something as we were filling out financial aid information for state funding, mm-hmm. there were three maybe it was two categories of what they're considering, you know, shortages. And right. they were like, do you want to be a nurse or do you want to be a teacher? Cause mm-hmm. those were considered shortages. And right. I'm, I'm hoping that the students that pick those, maybe might get a little more funding. right? right. <laughs> Cause they're like, we need you. <laughs> so Absolutely. that's, there you go. That's something. If you're looking into nursing or teaching, let's see. Oh, this one students care. And I don't know how you feel about this, but seeing it from the college essay side, students care about being a good writer. They care about their words being meaningful, and I saw it because I I worked with students on the process from thinking about what topic they're going to write about to actually doing it. And of course, this is the students that were going to go to a, a four, two or four year college mm-hmm. that had a, an essay prompt. But they really cared about being a good writer. They were they were getting lots of people to review their essays, and I, I that really I didn't realize that. No it's, comment. <laughs> no. no, no, I'm I'm trying to
1: formulate a. Uh, an appropriate response. Um I have a uh, a challenge sometimes in getting students to write and and writing is not necessarily handwriting anymore but typing something yes, up, okay, is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But creating uh you know phrases or or you know uh, uh PSA, you know, t- you know, here's a topic and here's what we want to you know, h- here's the audience we want to reach and here's what we want to say and this is what we want to uh educate you know the audience with and how do we put it all together Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a challenge but i think what i've seen is that because a lot of students today don't read for fun
0: yes their
1: vocabulary becomes very limited Mm -hmm. and then when it's time to sit down and like really like i want to tell you all about me and and you know elaborate in all directions and really get you know it's sort of like they're floundering a little bit like i don't exactly know what else i can say you know because the vocabulary is somewhat limited but if you read you know become worldly a worldly reader i guess Mm -hmm. then all of that stuff comes a lot more natural so um any parents of young like preschool age kids please please read to them now read to them now often and let them and get you know be engaging in with books because that's the secret the ones who have had that early on will tend to learn how to read or you know want to read for fun yeah um unfortunately if they're electronically engaged you know videos and and music and and things like that kind of override the the will to to want to sit down and read a book yes or an ebook or whatever yeah and that's how they get that vac- the the vocabulary uh you know foundation that they need so when it's time to write a college essay, it's all there, yes. it's, and they're not like so insecure about you know what what am I saying and and am I saying it right and mm-hmm. you know all this kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, that that's really and I, I can remember back you know to when I was a little kid, way back in the stone age, <laughs> and basically my mother reading to me was very powerful because then I learned you know that reading was was something that you did and and you know my grandfather had other influences who were educated you know individuals that said you know reading 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 is the key and I think that still holds true today mm-hmm. even though I'm old school it's I, I think it's very true because you can see the difference yeah. and I'm sure you yes. experience this all yes. the time <laughs> so reading is is sort of the key to being able to understand including math by the way the, you know having that that reading skill set is is going to help you in all areas. Yes. So read, read, read. Yes,
0: I love that. <laughs> this uh, this show is sponsored by reading. It's <laughs> good for you. Sesame Street. That's <laughs> today's letter of the day. Is um, uh, sort of similar. So the same. I I noticed the sa- and this is probably something you've caught on. The same information is processed differently by each student. So I have to change even if it's the same message. I will send it out six different ways, and mm-hmm. it will. I'll catch a different student each time. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes lots of exclamation points, sometimes very short, sometimes lengthy, sometimes bulleted points. I'll it's the same information, just share it a different way. So yeah. it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time, but you'll get more students that way.
1: I've and learned. sometimes if you evolve it into a gaming app, you can oh, get their attention.
0: Well, we do have an app, by the way. It's called Way to Be.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're we're catching on. It's a good idea to show interest in students' lives. Like yeah. and and you know, if I have a student that says I'm not feeling well, I will reach out to them, "Hey, how are you feeling today?" And it just helps to build that relationship. It's not like you're only reaching out to them when you're like, "Hey, you didn't do this assignment or you didn't right. do the survey." It's to, you have a genuine interest in who they are as an individual.
1: It's a uh, delicate balance to try to send a message to a student that you care, but at the same time you have an expectation that, you know, this is the job that needs to be done or this is the assignment that needs to be completed or whatever, and having it so that they understand that I care, but at the same time, I have expectations. It's, it's a very delicate balance to try to keep that managed so that they don't kind of feel like, well, you still have the expectations, so therefore you don't care. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. It's, so, you know, we run into that sometimes because it's like, well, if you can't do the news today and you don't feel well... And I have nobody else to do the news, yeah. you know, what do we do? You know, sometimes you have to push through a little bit. doesn't mean I don't care. And then at the end of that, I, I really give them kudos for pushing through. And, you know, and, and I know you didn't feel well and you did a great job. Nobody knows but me and you that you didn't feel well today or whatever because you, you're that professional. And yes. that and that makes them feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's not a lie. it's it's a truth. It's the way it should be. Yes. Yeah, it's the way. It's the way all employers, I would think, would want their employees to perform.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's good, good, valuable lesson related to value. Students will listen if you have something valuable to say. Mm-hmm. So I try not to just send, you know, fluffy messages. I, you know, I try to make sure I try to make a connection for them. So you know, hey, you mentioned you were really interested in psychology we're doing this school visit, they have a really great psychology program. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, you listened to me. I was interested. I'm going to come because you just showed me that that was valuable. And again, it's a lot of remembering and I take, I take a lot of notes (laughs) and, and making those connections with the students and what, what you're, what you have. And, you know, the nature of the work that we do, I think, I think is valuable. You know, we're helping students figure out what's the next step so
1: in many cases the rest of their lives you know i mean what even if they don't choose a career path now that you know it it may change 10 or 20 times in the the next you know in their foreseeable uh career you know lifespan but basically the process should be pretty much the same the evaluation process of you know should i or shouldn't i change my career or head this down this path Mm -hmm. and we teach that part of it then they can They can kind of make their decisions on their own and and understand that they have to get the information to be able to make the decision, not just because somebody said it was a cool job. Yes. Because that's why they take classes sometimes. Right. Yeah, this is a good (laughs) class, but... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. I have seven left, four minutes. Can I do it? Okay. Yep, yep. Um, Hands-on is a great approach, especially I have learned anything that... That you can turn a present. So I go into classrooms and do presentations. I mean, virtual. It's been virtual, but anytime that you can get them actually doing something, they're gonna they're gonna be more likely to remember what you said, right? Or remember the activity. Yep. Um, it's okay not to have the answers, and students will respect that, especially if you're like, I don't know, but we're gonna find out together, right. or I will get back to you and actually follow up with getting back to them. I've learned that that's okay. Yep. Genuine relationships mean more than titles or degrees. If you asked any of my students what my title was, they wouldn't know. They right. have no idea. Like, what do you do again? And that's actually something I had one of my colleagues said. He has helped a student with so many things. And they'll look at him and say, what is it that you do here again?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter what my title is. It doesn't matter. I'm just know that I'm here to help. I'm here right. to help you. And, you know, I, I you can have so many certifications and d- degrees. But at the end of the day, can you be helpful? Right um how about this one the weirdest thing is when they start driving i was not prepared for that chris yeah <laughs> i don't know i was driving i saw a kid drive. I'm like are you old enough? oh yes you are old enough and i remember you said you got your license but that is still weird yeah it's so weird
1: it's all part part of growing up oh. and watching them grow up yeah. stop it i'm not ready
0: <laughs> um they will tell you anything if you are willing to listen if you actually show that you're interested in, in hearing what they have to say, they'll tell you anything. They'll yeah. tell you everything. And yeah. you know,
1: sometimes, unfortunately you're the only one that they have to tell it to. And, yes. and that, and that's good. At least you've been able to be that person and, and provide them with a person mm-hmm. that they can soundboard too. And, and that's, and that's all part of the titleless role that you seem to, <laughs> to hold. So you're their friend too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: And my title is so long, I don't expect adults <laughs> to remember it. I don't even remember it at the time.
1: Do you remember what MBRT stands for?
0: Maryland <laughs> Business Roundtable for Education. I will never forget that. <laughs> Nobody will. My students know MBRT, actually. They do know that because it's on all of our all of our um, swag and goodies that we give away. Uh, students pick up on more than you realize. They know what's going on. You cannot pull a fast one on a student. You've no. got to be real. That's they'll, right. they'll know. They'll yeah. know. I know. I have one more and this one is uh, this one gives me the the feels. There is no greater feeling, no greater feeling and share than shared joy when a student messages you I got accepted, yeah, or I got that job. Yeah. I was ready, like I knew it was gonna happen, but I was not ready. Mm-hmm. I have. I mean, even my husband is excited. He doesn't know these kids. Yeah. He gets excited. He's like, oh, so and so got into that school. You've been working so hard for that. Right. It is I'm like tingling right now. It's such a good like this is why we do what we do. Right. I finally, you know, four years in, this is why we do what we do for yeah. that moment.
1: So it makes all those tough days worth it right there. Sure yeah. does. Yep.
0: Sure does. Oh. Well, and this is so fun. <laughs>
1: so we uh we're gonna have a, a short day today because of the um, uh, early dismissal that we have here. So normally we're on until about two o'clock, but uh, we're gonna send it back to uh, XPN a little bit early. Any final words before we do that?
0: I don't I'm just so excited knowing now working with seniors for the juniors, like junior class, get ready cause it's real. And I'm super excited to steer you through it.
1: All right. So we're gonna stay tuned next week. Yes. Another episode.
0: Another episode. We'll be back at College and Career Corner next week. Until then, have a great week. And make sure to reach out to a teacher and tell them how much you love them and how grateful you are for them.
1: All right. You're listening to
0: 90.5 WKHS Warden.